episode of the Count Pool Podcast. Uh, we got our uh, usual lineup here. My two awesome co-hosts, uh, Maddie and uh, and Dick. How are y'all doing? Doing pretty good, brother. How about you? Not too bad, man. I'm uh, pretty feeling feeling pretty awesome with this uh, CBD. Uh, so you can tell I'm mixing my words here. Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> I'm doing good, Outlaw. Good to see you and Maddie. Hell yeah, brother. I miss you, dude. I can't go seven later. days without you, dudes, man. Dude, it's rough. It is, it is, man. It is. Like I like I by like by like Saturday evening, I'm masturbating and I forget your face. Like I, <laughs> I literally have to go back and look at pictures. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you got all these recordings in, brother. You yeah. know? <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh an erection for an hour and a half <laughs> i'm joking i never really listened to all the episodes except for the, uh, except for the amityville one i had to go back and listen to that because poppy poppy was talking about me talking about the mushroom stamp and i was like i think that's some mandela effect i think i turned a demon dick slap on there but i did break out the mushroom slap on there somewhere so the mushroom I, stamp. <laughs> i have to confess to you man i i confess to everyone too uh, i never uh listened to the episodes man I just we recording that's it and uh we go yeah. from there. Yeah, me too. I'm like, dude, I sound like a dipshit, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm always like, man, I sound dumb and my audio's terrible. No, and that's the funny thing. Like you your all's audio sounds great, but then again, you know, everybody's their own worst critic here, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm listening and I'm like, damn, this would be great if I would shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'd probably listen to this shit if I wasn't on <laughs> Yeah. I don't listen to anything that I'm on. If I if I, I talk on something, I'm not listening to it. I can't do it. Yeah, same. I'm dude. like, damn, this Maddie and Outlaw guy are pretty, you know, they're pretty listenable, but but God, you gotta get rid of this fucking fat dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so so I guess I'll go into the deets real quick. Hell yeah, Please dude. share the show, guys. Obviously. Um, we're doing really great and I love it. I'm um you know, we can't thank you guys enough for for uh for all the listens and the downloads and stuff. We we're we're picking up a lot better than, than you know than we'd expected, and we really appreciate and know that to to all you guys. Uh, we also have uh, countercult merch. It's on tpublic.com. Uh, that's t e e p u b l i c dot com. Um, you just type in countercult. It should bring up all of our all of our uh, t shirt designs and mugs. You can get mugs, tapestries, bags, all kinds of cool shit on there. Um, you can get your own. I think we have two different versions of the "fuck you, Greg" t shirts. Um, so, yeah, those are my favorite. Um, you know, yeah, please share the show. Um, you can check us out uh, on Discord as well. We, we have a Discord server. Um, those those are uh, the link is in the show notes. Um, so come hang out with us on Discord. We have an awesome Discord family. We love all those guys. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, and you any any stories? You guys got any stories? You want to share anything? Share any videos? Any any uh, you know encounters? Accounts of anything? Uh, anything scary, uh, any conspiracy theory ideas or, uh, you know, uh, anything subjective or objective, you let us know it's, uh, you can hit us up at countercult.podcast at gmail.com. Hey, oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. Uh, so Maddie, what do you got for us, dude? I know it's going to be a burner. <laughs> well, you know, tis the season and I just figured we'd go into 
a, a brief history of of Halloween. You know, I feel like it's been done many a time, but I just wanted to give a crack at it. I just wanted to see what I could find. You know. Yeah, I've I, and it's awesome to to have like that holiday spirit at Halloween and not be fucking talking about jingle bells. That that pisses me <laughs> off. So. <laughs> <laughs> You can already buy fucking Christmas tree cakes, little babies. Yeah. It's like, get this shit out of here. I want yeah. fucking, I want murderous. It ain't even Thanksgiving yet. Cakes. Yeah, it's not even Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you still got, you're fucking two holidays away. Dudes, I know how we can come up with a lot of money because it's never been done before now that I'm thinking about it. What's that? There's no songs written yet for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I've actually thought about, uh, which, I, we, you know, we celebrate Thanksgiving. I like to go on a turkey hunt Thanksgiving morning and all that. But uh, I, I think I'm not going to celebrate Christmas this year. I think I'm going to go with Kwanzaa. All right. <laughs> I think I'm going to get, a, I think I'm going to go get baked in a tanning bed and celebrate Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my pigment's still a little light, but uh, but I am a big dick. <laughs> uh, Just give everyone coal, man. That's it. Equal opportunity. <laughs> Equal. <laughs> oh, uh, why can't we be canceled? We try. <laughs> we try. <laughs> I swear that's why. It's, they're like they're it's like, like we try actively. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we, it's literally attempted. Like. Uh, <laughs> I can't, you know, we were talking about it the other night in the Discord, and I'm like, I'm like, do you know, like, you cannot count how many times I say fuck in an episode, which is, you know, obviously that's pretty accepted now, but, um, you know, I can't even drop racial slurs. <laughs> I can't even drop racial slurs and get us fucking canceled. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about murderous sister fuckers and... Oh, yeah. All sorts of weird shit. Uh all sorts of jewelry. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. It's crazy. It's like know. they just want us to keep talking. Yeah, that's cool, though. I mean, fuck. I mean, yeah, I'm all right with it. They're probably like anybody who listens to these people is insane anyway. Right? <laughs> You're not going to change their mind by fucking canceling these dipshits. <laughs> They're they're using our they're using our audio samples for torture somewhere. No, they're probably using our audio samples for like fucking diversity training and uh, <laughs> and like uh, employment etiquette. <laughs> what not to do? You know, those, you know, like those videos like on safety where the where, where they show people like really fucking up safety, <laughs> lifting forklifts with forklifts. Yeah, they're like you can work here. And do just about anything as long as you don't talk anything like these guys. <laughs> I always get a kick out of uh, that one dude who electrocutes himself. A dude from uh, Iran, I want to say. I always forget his name. Uh, but he's always electrocuting himself to prove a point. You guys know who I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. That sounds awesome. I'll have to send a, or post a video on Discord, but you guys will get a, a kick out of him. Oh, totally. So we have to watch this this uh, ladder safety video at work, and I'm like, dude, my ass is like 375 pounds. I'm not touching a ladder. I'm not doing. Yeah, it. 
I'm not getting anywhere near a ladder. And they're like forklifts. I don't, I don't even like high stairs. Yeah, yeah, me either. Like gravity's not my friend. <laughs> no. Talk, like I have to do this forklift training at work, and I'm like, dude, your fucking forklifts here are from 1970. I don't even fit in them. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like, fit in most spaces. They're barely rated to lift my fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Running off steam power. They're just having to shovel coals into the back of them. It was funny the other day we ran out of propane on one of them and the the uh <laughs> the we, I, I don't know, I guess we were a tank short or something. So the the uh the vice president goes and gets a uh like just gets a whole new tank and and it leaks and shit. So one of the guys like, oh good one yeah, like one of the guys is like he puts bad tank. He writes bad tank on there, and I, I, I was really debating on replacing it with bad keg. Been like, <laughs> been like, been like Dick said this is the worst beer he ever tasted. <laughs> Matter of fact, this ain't beer at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, buddy, you were drinking coke. Uh, you were drinking uh, pure propane. <laughs> <laughs> Pure but, uh, propane. It, it was literally like we went to hook it up and it's like it's literally dripping and like all i can think about is fuck i want a cigarette right now <laughs> <laughs> oh anyways yeah we try to get canceled but it's not doing any good it's getting us a few more listens so <laughs> i guess we'll take that yeah water off a duck's back i guess yeah, yeah. I'm going to research shit that you cannot say on a podcast and I'm just going to record like 10 minutes and post it. 10 minutes of me saying something. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. This sounds like fun. Anyways, Maddie, what you, what's on the menu tonight, man? Well, you know, it's around this time of year that I start to get incredibly annoyed by the masses of people caught up in commercialized holiday frenzies. And so I was like, what are, where are the roots at? You know, cause that's what I like. I like the roots. Take me back several hundred years or so. Let's see where this came from, you know, cause today it really is just commercial success for, for entertainment and confections industries. Yeah, I'm handing out and, this year. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's probably the best thing meme. you can hand out. Fuck yeah, dude. I saw a great meme the other day that's like chicken or beef. It's like a guy's standing at the door and the kid's <laughs> there, and he's like chicken or beef. <laughs> at least get the chilies. Come yeah. on now. Class it up a little bit here. I'm with you, though. Let, like, I don't know the origins, you know, so I, uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a good episode. It's going to be a good episode. Thanks, man. I just, you know, it's it's a weird thing to me because, you know, there's always been a ritual behind it for sure. There, obviously. But the ritual now is just, you know, you're just ritualizing commercialism and free market capitalism. And you're just kind of pushing things further away from, from very probably where they started. Um, yeah. You know, let and me ask you something. This time of year, do you all feel different? Like this is my favorite time of the year, but like you know, like when when the leaves fall, falls here, it's got that that delightfully ominous feeling. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, well, everything it makes, me, it makes me think about JJ talking about the, the you know the, the veil or when the veil thins. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of historically 
the the theme there, yeah. right? You've got so it's pretty fairly accepted at this point that the modern tradition of Halloween has its roots in in whether you want to call it a Gaelic or a Celtic festival of sowing or sowing or suing or there's like four or five different pronunciations depending on dialect. Yeah. Um, and it was a festival that marked the wintertime, the changing of those seasons. But it was also when they moved herds from the upper summer pastures to the lowland pastures for the winter. And they did a lot of their butchering and just prepping the village for the winter. And it was kind of, some people say it was like a, a Celtic New Year festival. Um, but there's not terrible attestation. It's kind of up in the air. Um, we know that it was around November 1st. And outside of that, we, you know, we don't have a lot of written records. So we have very little information on the origins or the original rituals and practices yeah. that kind of went as the festival developed because it was adopted by the church. So they wanted to kind of give it a clean slate. Of course. Yeah. The, that's how it is. Come in and fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, gotta, with gotta get happy, those converts. With all your <laughs> fucking themes. <laughs> right. Um, but the the one thing that we definitely know is that it was during this kind of this shift that they believed that that well not even that necessarily was a belief it was almost more of an expectation that your your fairies or your and she your your ancestors and darker forces like your fomorians and your two or the remaining I should say fomorians and uh Anan, um which are like What was it? Oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Yeah, go ahead and explain that because I have no idea what you. <laughs> so, if you look back in in the Celtic myth cycles, there were six invasions, and the Fomorians were one of the people who invaded after a certain point, and then you had the Tuathdaeanan that came in after them and kind of pushed them down, and then eventually you ended up with the Celts, and and everybody ended up in their place. So. It seems maybe that fairies were a development, and this isn't, of course, the only hypothesis here. Yeah, there are yeah. several, because Celtic mythology is a big ball of yarn, and it is very knotted. Um, <laughs> naughty. <laughs> yeah, it's a naughty ball of yarn. Um, <laughs> but the... Those, the Tuathdaeanan and the Fomorians, were kind of forced into the earth. And so that is very probably a good start for the, the tradition of the fair folk in the first place. Um, and so, you know, it was kind of a period where the veils thinned and the fairy holes, these fairy mounds, opened. And so things could more freely go between go between worlds yeah um and it's you know from these sort of beliefs that you get uh guising or mumming which is where they would use ash from bonfires to darken their faces so that they couldn't be easily recognized 
in case you know they ran into uh they ran into Jack or they ran into uh an angry fairy or they ran into somebody that they pissed off before they died um yeah which of course eventually would have led to your your actual disguises and your masks and things like that trying not to i mean trying to disguise themselves in front of these uh yeah. fairies and spirits and whatnot right right because you don't want to be recognized yeah especially if you you pissed off some dead people or some fairies yeah um now an interesting thing with the bonfires is this is kind of where we get the origin for the word bonfire um that they had an entire kind of ritual around the bonfires um where they would use the bones of the animals and the bones from the you know the cuts of meat that they've had all year and they would use those as the fuel for the fires so bonfire quite literally comes from bone fire um that's cool yeah yeah kind of a neat thing there and no doubt, dude. that's fucking awesome the they would use one or two bone fires or they would have one bone fire one wood fire that was called a wake fire um and then in as it kind of shifted more towards the the christian belief system they would also have a fire of both bone and wood that was saint john's fire and along with that a lot of people would let their hearth fires burn out and then kind of ritually relight the the fire in the home from the communal fire in in kind of a a ritual relighting and i've got in the notes here, a little section of uh, of it's uh, the Book of Festivals by John Merck, okay. and it gives you that little highlighted section there. Yes, it actually discusses bonfires, wake fires, and uh, Saint John's fire, and it's in a bit of early modern English almost middle English there um, where it talks about in the worship of St. John uh, when men wake in, in the evening uh, and making the manner of fires on clean bones and no wood and is called a bonfire. Another of clean wood and no bones is called a wake fire for men sitteth and waketh by it. The third is made of bones and wood and is called St. John's Fire. And, of course, there's a link for that text on the Internet Archives in the notes here. And we can yeah. paste that over to the Discord for anybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I thought that was a nice little touch to throw in there because it actually gives you a solid description, at least a, you know, a secondhand source of somebody who had experienced these these bonfire rituals because they would use them also for like kind of a cleansing ritual where if they had two, you would have just enough space between the two that you could walk through or walk you and your horse through or you and your family through and kind of a ritual purification 
or at least that's hypothesized. Again, a lot of these practices are reconstructed practices, and a lot of it, honestly, comes from your myth cycles. Yeah. Now, a fun thing I when I was looking into the etymology of bonfires is that the Proto-Indo-European root for fire is uh, something like pure, which means something like bonfire itself. So the root word for fire is kind of a, a big communal fire, almost like bonfire itself. I thought that was kind of a fun little factoid there. That's cool, yeah. Um, and as far as those myth cycles go, you've got a pretty popular tale of uh, the boyhood adventures of Finn, um, where during the Samhain festival, Aelin, or the Burner, who is a member of the Tuthadeta Annan, comes from Magmel and destroys all of this, this, uh, you could say town, I guess, would be probably relative village, maybe, um, yeah. of Terra. Every, every seven years, this guy pops up for a Samhain festival and burns the whole place. Damn. Um, not unlike a dragon. Um, and then you also have it attested as a major seasonal festival in the wooing of a mare. And it's also the setting for the cattle raid of Cooley, which are both tales from uh, the stories of Kukulin, which is a big, big like folk hero. Um, so I thought that was... Those were all pretty interesting stories to read, and I've got some links posted to where you can find those stories. So um, Ancienttext.org. Years and burnt this shit down, huh? Yeah, yeah. So in the in the story, uh, I don't know if my pronunciation of that's right. I'm assuming it's Aline, uh, um, but that could be way wrong. So. It's a good thing you don't, don't do crucify that anymore. me. I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> State Farm um, appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but he would—I forget what the root cause of it was. But every seven years he would come, and he was good at playing the harp, and his music would put people to sleep. So he would play his harp, put everybody in this village to sleep, and then just go fire breathing on the town until it was nothing. Um. Oh, what a pussy. They got to put people. <laughs> hey, look, man, you got magic powers. You're using magic powers. So, you know, if that's all you got, that's all you got, I guess. Um, but then Finn shows up and ingests some of the poison from his sword, if I'm not mistaken, to stay awake. And then he's like, hey, quit fucking up this town, bro. And... <laughs> You know, ends up victorious. It's a fun story. I had a lot of I had a lot of fun reading the stories. So much so that I, I started reading stories that weren't even relatively connected to Samhain. So <laughs> anybody interested in that? It's a good time. Um, I was actually just looking the, into. The uh, yeah, I was actually just looking into that. I'll let you go ahead and because uh, I just that name caught my my eye for some reason. The which one? Kukulon or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, and again, and again, there's 30 different pronunciations, and I think a lot of that depends on dialect. But his stories are real interesting, um, just in general as well. He has like a, a crazy barbed spear that he has to throw with his foot, and once it hits, you have to cut it out of whoever it hits. So like, he's got some pretty he's got some pretty gnarly stories. Um, the the wooing of the mayor. The sound is literally just mentioned in passing as one of the one of the major four seasonal festivals. Um, but in that story, everybody's concerned because they're like, shit, dude, we gotta find this guy a wife, or he's gonna start fucking our wives. We can't be having that, you know? <laughs> and so <laughs> there was they couldn't find anybody to meet his standards, and they found one, and the king was not happy about it, right? They were like, well, this princess over here hits it. And the king was like, nah, man, I think you should probably go train over yonder in Scotland with, I can't remember what the what the woman's name was, but she was like a fierce warrior. <laughs> and he was like, oh, this dude ain't surviving this. This dude's not going to make it. And he still comes back. <laughs> he survives everything. Like, well, it's it's kind of... The stories do remind you of the sagas in a sense, if you're familiar with like uh, some of the Germanic and Norse sagas, yeah. because it's predicted, Hey, this is how you're going to die. And he doesn't pay attention and he does the shit anyhow. And then he fucking dies. So it's very much a saga. Um, and it's interesting because again, kind of off topic, but with Kukulin, you get a, uh, a Celtic version of the Norse berserker ganger. Um, which is kind of a kind of an interesting correlation there. And of course, these people were very, very integrated, very syncretic. So those stories probably did share at some point in that intermingling and that cross pollinization of culture. Um, but yeah, a little, little off topic divergence there. That was actually pretty interesting. Uh, Hey, Nick, I don't think your mic's on, brother. <laughs> gotcha, bro. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no problem, yeah, I said dude. it was interesting. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. yeah it's 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 fun stuff to get into. And there's some good YouTube channels that I was able to find. Or you know, I haven't done a whole lot of whole lot of that, but there were a couple of good ones that popped up, especially trying to figure out some of the pronunciations of this stuff. Cause Gaelic is a bit of a son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, that um I I like that that name Berserka. What? Berserker Gunger? Yeah. That's uh that's my pronunciation of reconstructed Norse. Um and we can I can talk about that sort of stuff for hours. But that's that's the whole neither neither fire nor iron could hurt them and they would go into go into rages and gnaw on their shields and that sort of thing yeah um, they, yeah they were literally called berserkers uh yeah yeah but yeah, it's uh it's kind of been skewed to where they were like elitist soldiers but yeah. i i'm not in the mindset that these people yeah to a degree maybe there may have been some ingestion of hallucinogenic substances like mushrooms or what have you because we know that reindeer are up there eating mushrooms and people saw the the people saw the reindeer eating the mushrooms and they were like 
dude, these reindeer are tripping balls. So then they tried it, and a couple people tripped balls, and like twice as many people died. So they started drinking reindeer <laughs> piss, and it worked better. Um, so we know in those sorts of areas, like they were definitely partaking in ritual substances. But there's I so there's they were like just a weird drinking like a, an equivalent to beer, and I guess they're drinking reindeer. Well, they piss. had they had ales and meads, you know, um, and they probably would have mixed those substances. I imagine if it yeah. was me, I would have. We don't, and again, like this is all this is all stuff that's theoretical in the first place because we don't really have much attestation. Um, well, it's funny because, you know, I have heard people say, you know, say the phrase, oh, this beer tastes like deer piss, you know, and I'm like, well, how would you know what deer yeah. is? And I get, you know, that, I'm not saying <laughs> it comes from there, but maybe that's where, you know, this tastes like deer piss comes from, you know, uh, these yeah. guys were literally mixing probably deer piss, hallucinogenic <laughs> deer piss at that with their, their ales yeah. and their meads and, and, but they're, yeah, but the and berserkers do be a good have time. a, yeah, yeah, no doubt. But the berserkers do have, you know, uh, there is like a lore behind, you know, them being like, yeah. Uh, and I get what you're saying, like super soldiers. They, I think they were more like just crazed soldiers, you know, that that maybe. Well, um, there's there's one attestation that people seem to, or at some point, and I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there that if I'm not mistaken, it was the somewhere in the Victorian age. In the Victorian era, there people just kind of made up history, and that's pretty yeah. blatant fact. And yeah, any yeah. historian worth their salt is going to be like, these assholes were just making shit up. Yeah, like um, existence. But there's one. Uh, <laughs> I just had to get you on that, Maddie. I t- <laughs> oh, shit, sorry. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take a knee real quick here, brother. I'm gonna have to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. shit if you want to piss maddie off really quick <laughs> tell him that you subscribe to the theorists that say that rome never <laughs> I, you know and the funny thing was until you said something about it i'd never heard that anyway but um but i you know but it's cool to think about that you know even, yeah you know the the lore you know uh behind the berserkers you know and and even if they weren't like some kind of massive super soldier. If you got these fucking hallucinogen, uh, you know, fueled uh, uh, Vikings coming at you, crazed and probably yeah. naked. Who wants to fight a crazy naked? Yeah, guy? just run. And that's <laughs> one of the biggest clues right there. The uh, so bear sucker is bear shirt, but it's not bear shirt like bear roar like animal bear. It's bear is in like lacking. Yeah. Void of. So these guys were definitely without armor and almost a sense possibly lacking what made men civilized in a sense yeah. as well. And so they were probably people who had committed some sort of crime. Yeah. And, and so, maybe maybe feared, you know. I mean, yeah, for know, sure. It's kind of like you say, it's kind of like you say, uh, like I said, you know, if you you know, it's one thing to fight some, you know, somebody that looks fierce, but you got a bunch of, but if you're, yeah. if you're all clad in armor and sword and you've got these guys that are running at you fearlessly tripping balls, yeah. naked, chewing, <laughs> chewing on shields and naked, you know, and striking down their shit. own people. Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a whole other thing. And you even have like, cause there's a separation between berserkers and ulfendir as well. And the ulfendir are wolves are usually seen with spears. And there's a correlation between Ulfendir and uh, like one of the terms for murderer would have been Mordvarger, which is killer wolf. So wolves are typically associated with things that aren't well liked 
And when you read the stories of people who were wolf and deers, normally after nightfall, they were huge assholes and nobody wanted to deal with them in the first place. Yeah. So that whole, that whole lore is really interesting because there's one attestation as well in the Yinglinga saga um, where Odin himself grants like a vanguard essentially with the gift of Berserkerganger. And that's kind of the, the part that caught on even though there's really almost a larger evidence for these people being kind of shunned from regular society. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a cool ass fucking black label society song too. Hell yeah. Uh, Berserker. Hell yeah. Song. I don't know if you guys have heard it. I guess you have Maddie. I know it's, (laughs) yeah, I I love love Berserkers by Zach Wilde. It's fucking, that's a badass song. Um, but yeah, that's cool, you know, because I'd, I'd never heard a lot of the Berserker lore, you know, so uh, that's definitely. Yeah, cool and it's interesting. And like I said, it was interesting because the I forget what the what the. The Celtic or Gaelic term would have been for it, but essentially it translates to like warp spasms and that's described huh. almost identically to to Berserker Ganger. He kind of loses all focus and goes into a murderous fit. And if I'm not mistaken, is described quite as beast-like himself in those moments, almost as if he's undergoing a physical transformation during this process. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is, I mean, that is pretty cool. Um, and the wolf and wolf and whatever, that's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of weird words there, man. Lots of weird words. I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've spent a lot of time on those, man, you know, <laughs> and I still don't get them. I'll spare what little dignity I have left. <laughs> ah, toss it out the window. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> um, now, back to the Halloween stuff, I guess. We've got uh, jack-o'-lanterns also kind of spring up sometime between antiquity and cat and Catholicism's entry there. Um, and essentially, the, the, the story behind those is the story of a drunk guy with just maxed out charisma, like, like level 100 charisma, level 100 speech, and he talks the devil himself into banishing him from hell. And then when he died, he was such an asshole that St. Peter was like, nah, dog, you can't get into heaven. You're a huge dick. And uh, so he went to hell, and Satan was like, nah, remember, we made that deal, and uh, I can't let you in, you know? I got to I gotta hold my bargains there, you know? Yeah. And so Satan, in some stories, Satan throws an ember at him, and it gets stuck in his head, and his eyes glow. And in other stories, Satan kind of pities him and says, well, here's an ember of hell. It'll never go out. You can use it to light your path. And he puts it in a turnip. He carves the turnip out like a lantern and puts the coal in the turnip. And uh, that's what he uses to light his path. And that story of Stingy Jack is the accepted origin of the the jack-o'-lantern, if you will. And then, how of fucking, course, how badass do you have to be for Satan to go? Like, 
ah, sorry, bro. We made that deal. Uh, <laughs> you're really going to fuck up well, the, feng, the feng shui here in hell, and I just can't have you here. <laughs> well, he tricked him twice. He managed to he managed to trick the devil twice. So the first time, he was the devil was like, "Hey, I heard tell that you were a big old dickhead, dude." <laughs> and he was like, "Well, if you're gonna take me to hell, dude, at least get me drunk first. So they go in there and they get slammered. Yeah. And then the devil's like, "All right, we'll pay this tab, son. We gotta go." And he's like, "No, dude, you pay this tab." Yeah. <laughs> and then the devil's like. What? And he's like, man, I bet you could turn into a coin and then we could pay with you as a coin. And then when the bartender ain't looking, you can just turn back into yourself and leave. And the devil's like, damn, son, that's a good idea. And he turns into a coin and dude puts a coin in his pocket and he's got a silver cross in his pocket. So the devil can't transform back. And the devil's like, you some bitch, let me go. And he's like, I tell you what, you give me 10 more years and I'll let you go. And the devil's like, fuck it, dude. I'll do fine. Here's 10 more years. Let me out of your pocket. So he does. And then 10 years is up. And the devil comes back. And he's like, hey, Jack. And he's like, man, I guess. But hey, you mind grabbing me one of them apples real quick, man? I don't want to go to hell hungry. <laughs> and the devil's like, fuck, okay, whatever, dude. And he climbs up this tree. And so Jack carves crosses in the base of the tree all the way around. And the devil can't come down. The devil can't get around it. And the devil's like, hey, listen here, you some bitch. Let me out of this tree. And he's like, I tell you what, dude, I'll let you out of that tree if you swear to never take me to hell. And the devil's like, whatever, dude. Just get me out of this tree. And so and so this cat tricked the devil twice and ended up screwing himself out of an eternity anywhere. So now he's just damned to walk the land in between. This guy would have made a great fucking car salesman. Oh, for sure, dude. Oh, that's good. That's good. I mean, that might be that might be where car dealerships spawn from. <laughs> wow. Hell yeah, that was a fun story to read too. And of course, there's like, and by that got, point, you, like, so, so if we t if we take it that the story is real, by that point, the devil really himself is like, I do not want this cocksucker in hell. <laughs> yeah, the devil's like, you know what? You thought you got me, son. Guess who got God, dude? Have fun yeah. wandering around here. That's yeah. a, in the one story, he he just chucks a, an ember out of hell at him, and it hits him, and it just he gets stuck in his head. So now he's got yeah. an ember rattling around in his spirit head, and he's got glowing eyeballs. <laughs> There's that's only, just that's that's awesome. There's only two people in this world like that. One is Chuck Norris, and the other one is Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, why? Yeah, Dick Cheney. <laughs> Chuck Norris is awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Norris is cool as hell, man. So, oh, yeah. so so this is where so so this is the story of the jack o' lantern. Yeah, that's uh that's the accepted origin so far as I can tell for the, the tradition of jack o' lanterns. Now, cool. as cool as folks, story. hell yeah, man! And then as folks began to immigrate over, they were like, "Dude, these pumpkins work way nicer." You know what I'm saying? We can just use these pumpkins. And that's kind of how the transition happened there. They were like, well, hell, it's a lot easier to carve this pumpkin than it is to carve that turnip. 
Yeah. All right. Going with pumpkins, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's also like a weird, there's a weird correlation with like headless people where there's plenty of, uh, plenty of stories of Celtic peoples after a battle, just decapitating people and hanging uh, the <laughs> people's heads off their horses, like, like a, like two chains, but with heads. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So there's like a, there's like a whole nother, a whole nother possibility going that way, but there wasn't a lot of research on it. So I didn't, I didn't get too many notes on that in depth because yeah. it, it seems a bit more like a, a possible origin for like a, a headless horseman story, yeah. kind of like your, uh, your early Germanic tales of headless guys on horses. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still pretty cool. I mean, that's predator. Oh style. yeah, it's predator fucking style hanging yeah, it's, decapitated heads on your horse. Yeah, I mean, awful scary. I imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> show I mean, up and just have heads it. on your horses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you see that thing coming at you, you're like, what the fuck? I mean, you, uh, you know, that's, time to go. Yeah. And there's uh, just a naked dude on the back of it. <laughs> yeah. Even Genghis Khan wouldn't do something like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's awesome, dude. This guy's, I mean, whoever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these dudes were metal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. As fuck. I mean, I can just imagine listening to Slayer and capitating fools. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hanging the shit. But naked him. on a horse full of heads. Oh, yeah. Just blaring yeah. Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Mandatory suicide. <laughs> uh, that, that'd be fucking gnarly, dude. Fuck yeah. I love that song, too. It's a good song. Um, um well you know eventually with with christianization you had all hallows eve um yeah which was pretty strictly a time of fasting and prayer and preparation for all saints day which would have been november 1st um and even through that transformation a lot of the the old ways were kind of kept which was a pretty common practice right they'd say okay well you can keep this but we're doing it for x now you know, we don't, you can like, uh, for instance, the, uh, the mumming, you know, they would still, you'd knock on doors and ask for soul cakes. The poor people in the community would, and in exchange for those soul cakes, they would give prayers for family members that you were maybe concerned might be stuck in purgatory or, you know, recently dead or what have you. Um, and a lot of those, the the bonfires and things like that, they kind of they kind of kept onto those. They kind of held those, um, which is which is nice, you know, that there was at least some uh, facsimile of previous tradition that they were allowed to hang on to there. So now you give Reese cups and no prayers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and that you know we're gonna get into some of that here shortly. Because some of these modern practices were, were you know, rad back in the day, man, you know, in the 20s. Um, they were so, back in my day. I fucking love trick-or-treat. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. it was it was a whole different ballgame, you know. Dude, but, I'm, still wearing, in, I'm still wearing fucking uh, <laughs> 38 years worth of Halloween right here. I mean, well, I'm sure I didn't eat them as an infant, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Something like uh, that, you know? Yeah, Halloween was a fucking wonderful holiday for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, before completely making its way, like, over to America, 
and and kind of evolving as we know it, there's kind of one last piece that gets really forgotten about. And I was when I when I initially read this, I was like, nah, that doesn't quite make sense. You know, I'm not sure about that. And then I found like six or seven other <laughs> other things where they were like, oh yeah, this was part of this practice. So uh Guy Fox night and day, November 4th, November 5th, yes, was a pretty solid day of rebellion against the catholics <laughs> and it involved hero. i love <laughs> and i yeah. love the movie v too mm-hmm. yeah um that's a whole nother topic right there oh, there's absolutely. all sorts of shit in We're that living that right now <laughs> well not only that but but the author is a bit of a, a bit of a magician yeah so um, yeah, well, all right. Th- we're gonna bookmark that because we need. To- <laughs> yeah, let's let's um, tab that one for later. Yeah, and um, Guy Fox too, because Guy Fox is fucking yeah. amazing, awesome guy. Yeah, awesome that was guy. a that's a crazy story. There's like a yeah, there was a like a mini series on HBO about Guy Fox, and it was pretty well done. Um, but this these rebellion against the Catholics was, you know, pretty typically vandalism. Um, effigies of unpopular figures would be burnt or hanged and children would run around wearing masks and demanding treats. And if with a heavy implication that if they didn't get these treats, they were going to vandalize your home or business or even worse, just straight kick your ass if the demands weren't met. Um, and a, another little fun fact here. While while researching the the Guy Fox Day aspect of this, the Puritans brought Guy Fox Day to America with them, and it was practiced in America until the Revolution. And still you know, is now, really. Buck the Catholics, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, in a, in the sense of like, I feel like it's not so much Guy Fox Day as it is just V Day. Now, you know? yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas um, I feel like you kind of lose some of the meaning behind it with the V thing. Cause like I said, Alan Moore's got a whole, a whole thing going on there. So it's hard to tell where yeah. that's going. Yeah. And you get on, you get on into anonymous using the mask and everything and, and yeah. misusing the mask and, and, and the meaning behind yeah. Guy Fox. And it's interesting because the Guy Fox mask has been around since Guy Fox. Yeah, yeah. Because that was like the main masks that you would see these kids in is Guy Fox masks running around being like, hey, give me some cakes or I'm going to burn your house down. Yeah, I give your fucking parents a dental bill, you little shithead. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let but, uh, me kick you off my fucking stairs, brother. You know? It always reminds me of uh, Last Action Hero where the guy's like, I must remind you, I have killed children smaller or younger and smarter than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Sorry, Outlaw. What was you going to say, brother? Oh, just imagine a bunch of little Cartmans from uh, uh, South Park running around and Guy Fox masks. Yeah. Adding cakes and candy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. cheesy poops. <laughs> cheesy poops. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Hell yeah! So, so now, when was this going on, Maddie? The with the, with the the little thug ass children. So this was pretty much immediately after Guy Fox Day. So you're looking at like oh, okay, what was that like 1840 yeah. something? 
something right around there that tied into this halloween tradition i really didn't that's awesome because i'm a huge guy fall fan i love love the uh the sentiment behind everything he tried to do and uh yeah and and the fact that the the fucking brits hated him so bad that they fucking hung him and drawn and quartered him you know uh had him drawn uh you know uh which is fucking grizzly you know and then not not only only that but he took the rap yeah yeah he took the rap um, that's nuts. Ain't no and then, snitching. And then after they they had drawn and quartered him, they did something else with the parts. I can't remember what it, they hated him that bad. Didn't, didn't they burn him? They may have. I'm not for sure. I know he isn't was, that one of the I things I don't was, remember. I know he was sentenced. Now I don't. I think he. I think he jumped and had himself hung. But I, I'm wanting to say that his sentence was to be hung or to be hanged and then drawn and quartered. Be thrice murdered. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh which was a thing back then if you were really hated. Yeah, yeah, they thrice murder murdered. the hell out of you. Yeah. Yeah. And to uh uh I think uh I think you I think he was sentenced to be hung, drawn and quartered, or hanged, drawn drawn and quartered, and then um and then his and then they would display what's left of them as an example, uh not to, you know, uh rebel against uh, parliament. Off the top of my head, I, I you know I can't remember. I I, I really really was in a big into Guy Fawkes. A wonderful wonderful story. Yeah. Uh, of yeah, you know, not taking the government's bullshit. Uh, you know, uh, and for those of our of our listeners that don't know, this guy you know pretty much uh, was was in with Parliament, and then he uh, um, uh, due to certain reasons, I'm sure Maddie can go into it, but he he had planned to he he had planned to blow up Parliament with a lot of gunpowder in the basement of uh, of Parliament. <laughs> yeah, gunpowder treasonous plot, brother. Yep. yep. He was uh he was good for it. I don't remember the whole the whole story off the top of my head. Yeah. Um we'll have to cover that one day because that is a really good. Story. Yeah. But I would like to do that forward. as its own separate episode. Yeah. yeah. So roughly uh roughly in 1845, right? You had the potato famine hit. Um 1845 to like 1850. Um and that's that's really when the Irish flocked to America. They were trying to get away from this famine. They were trying to trying to set some roots, trying to make some money, trying to trying to have a life. And that's when they really brought those practices of All Hallows Eve and All Saints Day, and the you know all these things that kind of stemmed from their original practices of Samhain. Um, and with that, of course, you had Guy Fox Day and the vandalism and mischief, and it all kind of melded together. And the holiday no longer largely targeted Catholics. So they were just targeting anybody that didn't give them tasty treats. Um, (laughs) And it just became a real problem, (laughs) you know, Um, up until the fat kid in me wants to join them. And the, (laughs) the grown ass get off my fucking lawn. Old guy that I've turned into wants to hate him. So I'm I'm fucking torn here. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) precisely. Um, Now, you know, when you've got this seasonal day of mischief for the next, Oh God, I don't know what, like 70 years is kind of where um, there's a woman in 1912, Elizabeth Krebs, and she got 
fucking tired of it because they were messing up her barn and they were messing up her garden and she had enough of it. So she decided that instead of having her, her town get pillaged and vandalized by these little fucking heathens that she's going to put an end to it. So she gathered up all of her own resources and threw a barn party for the children on Halloween of 1913 and was hoping that it would just kind of tire all these little demons out yeah, and they wouldn't have any problems. Well, she was wrong (laughs) and woke up the next day to having a whole bunch of vandalized shit all over the place. Now, the following year, 1914, the whole town was like, hey, that thing you tried last year, let's do it again, but bigger. And then you had the whole town's resources. So they had a parade. They had a band. They had a little costume contest. They had, you know, foods and sweets. They had the whatever the early conservative Christian version of dancing was. I'm not sure. Um and that worked, and it was so successful that that her idea, that the Miss Krebs idea, began to spread into other local communities, and was kind of gradually wake, working its way out into the world, or at least the American side of the world. Um, but it wasn't really making it fast enough, because in the in the twenties, you literally had it. Everybody was just calling mischief night. And it was a pretty big problem throughout throughout the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny too. 19, the, uh, 1914, these you know that's when um, that's when your tax act came out. See if you if you would have yep. if you would have just used your head and not and not outlawed cannabis and just gave it to these little shitheads, they probably wouldn't be vandalizing <laughs> shit and they'd eat whatever the fuck right, you yeah. gave them. Bastards <laughs> of. A fucking onion in their pumpkin basket, and, and you'd have been okay, you know. Giving them some corn. Yeah. Well, fuck. You get, <laughs> if you're high, it doesn't matter. If I give them a give them yeah, a piece no, of cornbread, no, nobody them go home. Yeah, give them some sweet cornbread. They'll be all right. Yeah, and they'd be like, you know what? I'm really high. Cornbread sounds really good. I'm going home and, and laying on the couch and playing. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're not playing video games. They're playing fucking no they'd chess. had to play like they'd had to play like stick wheel you yeah. know stick hoop yeah, yeah or yeah. fucking uh marbles shooting marbles <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah or jacks <laughs> yeah. hey that was pretty cool though uh, see like old depictions yeah you know, like uh you know uh you know shooting shooting marbles that was cool uh yeah i could get down with that bet some money on it you know hell yeah i That's remember playing with marbles growing up oh no <laughs> you're fine yeah, I, well, I, I just, used to I play with marbles growing like, up. You got to thinking, I'm like 1914, you know, Cannabis Tax Act, and and you know all this shit. Just give all that shit to the little kids; they'll leave you the fuck alone. <laughs> they were already doing it anyhow. Cocaine yeah. tooth drops. Yeah, yeah, and it was. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up until that point, I guess, but yeah. yeah, I guess up until then. Before then, they weren't having it. Or they were having it, rather. Yeah. And then before they decided then, they weren't having was, it anymore. Before then, it was great. You know, you have a toothache, you get you some cocaine, you get you some heroin. Or some yeah. radi- radioactive uh, material there, like they used to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They used to have that... Uh, Put uh, some mercury what, in it. Uh, there was a, a, a Radathon or something like that, that, that one that had radium in it, you know. Yeah. And, 
uh ball and actually covered that not too long ago with the you know the guy's jaws literally fucking falling off from the radiation yeah he didn't feel any pain but you know his fucking jaw he literally had <laughs> literally his whole fuck like he just yeah. had a fucking hole I mean, you know, his top teeth and then a hole. <laughs> I think he died like three days later, but he didn't give a shit. He died with a smile. <laughs> well, half of one, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, half of one. <laughs> he died with an inbred smile. It was, it was... <laughs> no pain. No pain. Thank you, cocaine. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, and I can't, um, wait. I can't wait for brocaine. We're, we're hitting it. We're coming. Oh, out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Counter cult, dude. I can't wait for it, dude. Bro I can't wait for it. <laughs> well, you're gonna you're gonna have to be the mastermind behind it, Matty. <laughs> uh, well, I still can't wait for it. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, me, too. me too. I'm gonna put some be Nova, pumped, dude. I'm gonna put some Novocaine in there with it so that it actually feels, <laughs> it feels like cocaine. <laughs> sorry for the uh, sorry for the um, elementary interruption there. <laughs> Oh no, you're fine, brother. We're just having a good time. Always. Hell yeah. Um there was a there was an interesting thing where the uh I found out that the first time that Trick or Treat was ever in print was from a Canadian newsprint from uh Blackie, Alberta in 1927. So the first time you ever see Trick or Treat is in Canada in like a local newspaper and now it's all over the place. There you go, Chucky. You guys own one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about I thought about Chucky when I read that. I was like, hell yeah. I love Chucky. one one He's for Team C, dude. dude. Yeah. Hell there yeah. Go, uh, Canada can have I like Chucky. One. Yeah. I like Letter Kenny too now. Yeah. Oh <laughs> have yeah. You ever, yeah. Have you ever seen Letter Kenny? Yeah, 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 it's good. Letter Kenny's one of the best shows yeah. to ever air. I mean, um, um, yeah, that's all it got though. You know, Halloween, Letter Kenny, and uh, Wayne Gretzky, and that's you know, <laughs> ah, it'll be all right. No, I'm joking. They actually, Canada's actually really fucking cool. Uh, yeah, they have fucking medicinal mushrooms and cannabis, and some of the best cannabis in the world. They just need to yeah. get rid of Trudeau, man. And everything's going to be all right once they do. Fuck. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh get rid of that cocksuck. What a fucking loser. Uh really fucking it up for Canadians, man. Fucking they were bitch. just they were just getting cool again, you know. Back in I remember back in when we were when we were kids, you know, it's like it's un-American to enjoy anything Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and there, you know, there were even jokes about it, you know, oh, it's that's some sissy ass Canadian bullshit, you know. You can't even get bacon yeah. right. But <laughs> I do love one of their shows, though, man. The Red Green Show. You guys ever seen that? Sure. I'm not for sure. I don't think I've seen that one. We're actually no, missing sure. one here, though, guys. Trailer Park Boys. Oh yes. shit! Yep, 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 yep. Yes, they got Trailer yes. Park Boys, and that's fucking golden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got Canadian whiskey too. Yeah, they do. They do have, dude. And Crown Royal is fucking amazing. Crown Royal. I have a bottle of Crown Royal. Somewhere, I haven't every drank year, in like four months. Every year, my little brother and I will go on a uh, on a hunt, and we usually get the seasonal. And our favorite, of course, is the Canadian uh, or the uh, Crown Royal Vanilla. 
uh, that fucking shit is amazing. And we'll just sit out with a flask and fucking hunt. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's great. We don't even need to shoot a deer. Just shoot the shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, okay. So Canada's cool. Canada's cool. We came to that conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. We're good with Canada. Yeah. got you back guys we're here for you yeah you ever want to get rid of that little uh trudeau cunt you just let us know we'll 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 try to help (laughs) we'll start a petition yeah that's the american way anymore we don't do shit we just just fucking we just fucking virtue signal (laughs) i stand with everybody except for us (laughs) (laughs) complete left ideology (laughs) <laughs> the fucking complete idiot's guide to being a leftist. I stand with everybody except for myself. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Great. I love life. I love you guys. Hell yeah, man. I love you guys too. I'm sober. Fuck me. Outlaw said that CBD changed his life, brother. Oh yeah, dude, dude, that motherfucker has had a smile for three weeks. He has like this guy has smiled for three weeks. He's over there. He's like, yep, yep. Well, yeah. man, so uh, it's, yeah, like I said, I've been taking CBD for three weeks. I even take it at work, and when shit's like hitting the fan at work, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Not my problem anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, one dose of fuck at all, and you are happy. <laughs> one a day. Hell yeah. I recommend it. I recommend everyone do CBD, man. Oh yeah, smoke your Wheaties every morning, guys. That's a you know, it's part of your balanced breakfast. You definitely want your greens. Gotta have them greens. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have plenty of greens. I love my greens. <laughs> I do too. And the and best it, best part is I can still do my job. Yeah, and it makes me enjoyable. Like yeah. right now, I'm not enjoying. Yeah, my best shit comes out when I'm studying. Uh, I think uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, uh, I'm having a good time over here. You're awesome, Maddie. You're you're such a sweetheart. Me, oh, I, I gotta have the gotta have the cannabis. That's good shit. <laughs> well, what are you doing, dude? You plenty of opportunity to roll up a fat one here. Dude, I know it, man. You're uh, you're absolutely right. I, I've actually been on this cookie kick, man. So, so my little brother has the best fucking cookies, man. Well, he way, way, way heavily dosed these last this last batch, and I, I mean like eighth of a cookie, and you are fucking ripped. And so I ate about a quarter of a one the first time, and dude, I was fucking ripped for two days. I mean, it was just hell yeah. I never really got sober for two days after that. And uh, didn't even smoke the next night. Usually, I actually smoke before bed. Sometimes before, yeah, you know, before recording or something, I'll smoke before the show. But, um, but yeah, for the past, uh, for the for the you know for the past couple of years, it's usually at night. Um, help me sleep and shit. But uh, definitely, definitely love the cannabis. Never, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of cannabis. Hell no. Oh, but these cookies, yes, they were fucking amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah, they sound pretty fucking good, dude. Yeah, and it's a whole different beast when you fucking take edibles. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it goes through your liver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it is I forget just... what it metabolizes into, but it's ten times as strong. You can hallucinate off edibles. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And you can straight up get sick off of animals too. You can, but, uh, yeah. But but yes, if your shit like and there's no way like there's no at no point where you're like, especially if it's a good edible, you're like, oh man, I want to eat the whole thing. This is so fucking good. And you're like, you know, two hours later, you're like, holy shit. I am way I have previously previously strong. had the experience of eating edibles and then forgetting that they were in fact edibles and <laughs> eating like two more of them. And then realizing, like, halfway through the last one, like, oh, no. Yes, yes. You know, then you're just like, fuck. Dude, I remember taking acid this one time. So we went, this is, now this has been over a decade ago. But so so we go we go to this uh, local university, and we, you know, we pick, I got, I got like three hits. So I come back, and, and I, I take one, and I'm chewing it, you know. I just, I let it, you know, I let it sit my, under my tongue for a while. I'm chewing on it for a little bit. Finally, it's gone, you know. About an hour passes by, nothing happens. So I'm like, you know, it's either shit or I just, you know, way underdosed myself. It's just maybe this stuff's just underdosed. So I went ahead and took the other two. Oh, God. Dude, halfway through chewing them. Oh, I, I hadn't even, like, really started chewing on these yet. I just popped them in, like, 10 minutes after popping them in, and I'm like, oh, God, this was a mistake. <laughs> this was what a have mistake. I done? <laughs> yeah. I remember sitting in a recliner, and, and I remember seeing, like, the wall fall, and I can just see, like, and I live on a dead-end road, and, I and like, outside of the wall, I can just see, like, you, you ever seen, like, the, uh, have you ever seen, like, the, aerials of cities and in, in in like fast fast motion where it shows like the car lights and it just looks like big lines yeah. of lights that's what i'm seeing outside of my house and knowing good and damn well there ain't a fucking thing coming up my road <laughs> <laughs> it was an experience and i was watching i was watching you know alice in wonderland at the time which is one of my you know i liked the johnny depp version but we kind of got into that in the discussion the other night talking about that uh i think wasn't it wasn't the discussion we were yeah, talking was. about yeah, yeah. Yep. The uh we were talking about Paul Paul being a walrus. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's an interesting thing because I read that I read uh, my high school English teacher. He was also my my high school psychology teacher, and uh, there was like two or three other classes. That gentleman's name was R. Gary Patterson. He passed away. Uh man i guess about seven or eight years ago now um but he literally wrote the book on it um yeah, yeah that... as well as club 27 and a couple of other things he used to be on like uh coast to coast am and um he was on vh1 a couple of times he was a he was a wealth of knowledge when it came to that stuff man yeah being a musician club 27 is you know close to my heart anyways uh and and some of the intent behind it, I think the industry had a lot to do with uh, with that. I've I've seen a lot of that recently, where it's come out more that it might be a uh, an industry deal than it is so much a curse. Yeah, a curse, or or, or what well, you do, have, you know, you do have people that openly you know uh, admit to having some sort of deal with the devil, but um, you but you know these uh, these the mob ran the industry They ran the whole playola scheme. They, you know, they, yeah. uh, they found out that these people are worth many times more dead to them than they are alive. Uh, yes. You know, you know, when somebody dies, their fucking sales shoot up their memorabilia shit shoots up everything they had owned played or, or things that are replicas of what they played goes out the roof, you know? So yeah, they made a lot more money. 
Yeah. But back to Halloween. Sorry, that was just a, a side. A <laughs> oh side yeah. Pantry. I mean, you know, as as far as Halloween goes, from from this point on, there's really not there's really not a clear attestation of exactly how it it really went from a night of, of vandalism and mischief into you know what we see today essentially yeah. after after elizabeth krebs idea for the community festivities um kind of started to spread it seems like that's what really brought us into the the modern idea of halloween yeah so that's pretty much that's pretty much the end of end of that story. Uh, you know, you've still got some combination of old practices. There's uh, various attestations for like apple bobbing being a form of divination, um, and a few other things. You know, <laughs> uh, hazelnuts. They used to use hazelnuts for divination during during Samhain rituals. Um, and stuff like that, but it's not stuff that really transferred over cleanly. Um, and, you know, really, I feel like after this point, we all already kind of know what developed, you know, yeah. as we've watched it developed into, okay, well, we're going to run around the whole town of blah, blah to, oh, well, now we're just going to run around our subdivision to now you've got 40 places doing trunk or treats, two or three weeks in Halloween to kind of spread everything out. And, and so things are safer for the children and stuff like that. So, you know, we've kind of seen the development after this, so I didn't really touch too much on that. Cause I feel like yeah. we've all kind of lived that and seen that development ourselves. Yeah. Well, now you're at the point you've got so many fucking sickos and pedophiles and shit that you don't want your children going to anything, but a trunk. Right. Yeah. Um, right. You know, you've got um, just, there's just so much, I mean, so much you have to worry about anymore. I know having two kids, it's, it's a yeah, it's shitty. I can I can only imagine. Not only that, but I feel like that keeps part of the. It almost keeps it more community oriented that way. When yeah. you've got like one central place in the community, you know, be it the be it the church or the middle school or whatever, you've got everybody gathered together. Typically, they've got like food trucks or you know hot dog stands or something going on and they've got games and they've got, you know, more than just running from one house to the other, getting candy in a bag. They're actually getting to to spend time with the community and build relationships that they might otherwise not get to. Yeah. Our town actually does it. Our, we, we have, we're one of the historic main street communities. Um, so our town actually up the historic main street, uh, which is, you know, it runs the span of about half of the town's uh, length on the highway. Um, yeah, you know, all of, all of the businesses will come out. Um, they, you know, they set up, uh, decorations and stuff, uh, you know, uh, scarecrows, jack-o'-lanterns, you know, Michael Myers, all the lore, you know, they set up all that and, uh, outside of their businesses and the banks and the businesses, the, you know, the small businesses and the cafes and, you know, everything up and down historic main street will come out and, and give the kids candy, which is great because, you know, they're getting candy from these businesses and not from some sicko, uh, you know, uh, you know, doing some stupid shit to your kids' candy and yeah, um, putting cocaine in the pixie sticks, which I would certainly appreciate. Just to just just say, <laughs> if anybody wants to put me some cocaine in a pixie stick, well, we will uh, we'll certainly appreciate you here at the counter cult. Uh, and that I'll was see. always my biggest question when I hit like 
13, 14 years old, I was like, please point me to the house giving away the free drugs. Like, please, for the love of all the things, just point me in the direction of that house. Like, that's a wealthy individual right there. No doubt. Well, uh, we've got some, uh, we've got some, we've got what I call uh, Democrat Alley up here, uh, which, uh, you know, uh, just to go ahead and, and clarify, I'm not, I'm neither. I'm right down the middle. Uh, constitutionalists, but but I do like to pick on the Democrats because they're delusional. But uh, we've got Democrat Alley up here where the where these fucking rich Democrats come out, and it's the funniest story. So Lizard for years has been wanting to go here uh, and trick or treat. You know, it's like they're always handing out the best candy. Oh, look at them! They're getting candy bars. I'm like, no, I'm not stop. These fucking guys are retarded. Uh, you know, delusional, whatever. So finally, last year I buckled. I'm like, all right, all right, fine. You think that, you know, you, you've seen them give out all this good candy and all this whatever. Go ahead, take the kids over there. She takes the kids over there, and this old fucking decrepit bastard that one of these, uh, one of the main houses she's always talked about, 50 fucking signs in his yard. This guy, this is a male, this is a man, literally came out after all the Roe versus Wade bullshit and spray paints on his entire garage. Now, mind you, this guy's got a $400,000 piece of property here in the middle of town huge house he literally spray paints on his garage my body my choice the fucking man uh, we're not talking about just any man we're talking about a wealthy man spray paints my body my choice on his garage it's like who fucking said it wasn't dude who gives a shit you know yeah nobody's uh, nobody's worried about his body yeah, nobody's worried about you fucking having an abortion, dude. Whatever. If you if you for some reason get pregnant, please kill it. Kill <laughs> offspring. Do not have offspring. Uh, but, but but so anyway, so so Melissa gets Melissa's on her way up there. Obviously, I didn't accompany her on that trip. But uh, so Melissa Melissa goes up there and she comes back and has the longest look on her face. And I know this long look because I rarely get it, but it usually means I was right. So. <laughs> So this motherfucker has a jack-o'-lantern, uh, a big jack-o'-lantern Halloween basket full of unsalted, unshelled peanuts, and that's what he's giving out for Halloween. <laughs> I'm like, when? When? Uh, there, was a, there was a house out, out around here not too long ago. Like I don't know. might have been like four or five years ago or something. But they were giving out like asparagus and shit. And I was like, dude, if somebody gave what? my kid asparagus, they're getting kicked in the cunt. Dude, what are you doing? You know, like <laughs> where I grew up, it was so ass backwards, man. It was uh southeast Idaho. And uh um they give me taters. Wait, dude, I was gonna say that, please. <laughs> yeah, so dude, it I'd was, be soaked on a potato. <laughs> dude, I'd be happy, yeah. <laughs> where I grew up, dude, it was uh um it's one of the poorest uh counties in the entire state. So I would go trick or treat and I get taters most of the time. Hell yeah, oh, dude. That's great. I'd be like, you need to get your bitch ass back in there and bake this potato. I'm bringing back the old fucking uh, right, shit Daddy's talking about. Yeah. You're fucking, you will not have a garage or windows tomorrow. <laughs> you like your fucking Tesla? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you better bake my hey, fucking potato. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch better dude, have I bacon were, and beer. I'd hit on. that. I'd hit that house like four times, dude. Fuck yeah. 
I'm gonna need I'm gonna need more than one tater. Yeah, I'll eat taters I'm, raw. I'm hitting that house four times, and then I'm going to Texas to get a fucking New York strip to go with it. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Hey, oh yeah. And then we'll go. Then we'll go to West Texas and get a fucking uh, pistol to go with it. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, great. But I'm there gonna... was there is one incident. There's one incident that you can find pretty commonly now um, of a dude that his name was uh, Ronald O'Brien, and he was dubbed the Candyman. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and that's where the story of the poisoned candy kind of originates from um, because he tried to kill his children with potassium cyanide in the pixie sticks. And he did end up killing his eight year old son, but he also almost poisoned uh, his neighbor's two children as well. And, and that was a, a rough story. Um, yeah, anytime children are involved, that's rough, man. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, it was uh it was like an insurance money type of thing. And he was, I guess, over it. And he was like, Well, I'll collect this insurance money. And the easiest way for him to do that was to poison his own children. Two things are off limits with me, man. Don't kill puppies and don't kill children. Yeah. 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 I, that's just fucking. That's that's uncalled for, man. That's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. Um. And, and no, I had never heard that. Um. Yeah. I I had heard the story on like uh, I don't know. It was probably some random YouTube video or something like that. Once prior. But I was kind of looking into all that that sort of stuff, and I was like, eh, maybe we'll touch on it briefly, but it's not something I wanted to spend too much time on because it's just a it's just a fucking mood killer. Yeah, um, no shit. but that's that's kind of the origin of like the whole the whole oh there's there's fucking poison in your candy you got to check the candy and it wasn't even that somebody gave his kids this candy it was he gave his kids yeah. this fucking candy. Well, he gave um, the neighbor kids too, though, apparently. So, yeah. 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 Um, uh, we were always told the apples. And I'm like, I'm yeah, not Yeah. The, the razor blades apple. and the apples. Yeah. It's like, I'm not even, I'm not eating the apple any fucking way. I'm going to try to carve it into a fucking bowl piece. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the, a lot of that other stuff is just really attributed to, you know, the satanic panic of the era. Yeah. A lot of it just kind of stemmed from that because I didn't even find anything. That was like, you know, like pinpointable when it came to the to the razors and the apples and stuff. Yeah. So it's That's hard like telling. Good. Give me a razor. I'm carving a bowl. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I get. I get. I get a free. I get a free tool for this yes. homemade bowl in the bowl. That's sick, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm cutting out lines. Who wants one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, first of all, if somebody gave me an apple, I'd have been like, no, dude. I want the Reese cups. You give me some Reese cups. Or we're going to have problems, you know, yeah. like give me some damn. And like the now we're laters. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that pissed me off so bad. What, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? You yeah. can't eat this shit. 
It's dude, concrete, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you got to preheat them in the oven before you can even fucking eat them just so they get soft, dude. Yeah, un unfucking edible. We should talk about that before we end the show. Fucking candies that are unedible. Baby Ruth is fucking unedible. Black, <laughs> Black licorice. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. However, according to JJ Rose, and we're actually going to try this. Uh, she, uh, she has told me that black licorice is. Real, uh, uh, she recommended that for lizard for her stomach issues. Um, mm. So yeah, so that it's good for be, that. Yeah, so 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 that may be uh, maybe cool, but uh, in yeah, tea so, form. So now now or later's baby Ruth, uh, baby Ruth, baby Ruth, baby Ruth, fucking uh, candy corn. Well, nah, nah, come on, man. Listen, listen. They have been feeding us the same candy corn since the inception of candy corn. You cannot convince me <laughs> yeah. otherwise. One they have batch. a crew. They have a crew of specialists that just run around with like a giant fucking shop back of a truck, and they just suck up all the candy corn that nobody eats. Yeah, and they just put it Wait, in new straight. bags for next year. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm convinced. I have never had a piece of candy corn that didn't taste like cardboard. Or wax. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's like what this isn't this isn't enjoyable. Nobody's I, eating this for fun. I have actually had some of the fresh ones, the the pumpkin ones and the regular ones um, from um from tractor supply. Believe it or not. Yeah. yeah are you man. sure? Are you sure Dude, that I wasn't swear. a horse feed? It may have been. I don't know. Uh no, <laughs> I, seriously, that some of the freshest candy corn that I have ever had. Uh, we and and that really that was because when Zoe was a kid, Zoe loved candy corn, you know. Um, so we we would you know we would get her some, and the best that I ever got was from there. And it actually, you didn't have to chew it apart; like you you just bite it apart, you know. It's just regular, yeah, you know, it was good. It was really. If you've ever had fresh candy corn, like you'd be like, oh man, that's actually pretty decent. But uh, I'm. I'm still not convinced there is such a thing as fresh candy corn, Dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But okay, I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I can see why you're saying that. So, so yeah. So uh, here's one for me, and I'm sorry. Like most people don't agree with me on this. The lizard don't agree with me on this. Fuck anybody that puts a fucking li uh, uh, Twizzler. I cannot stand Twizzlers. Uh, Twizzlers is another one. Yeah, get on that, but with you. Yeah, man. Really, um, honestly, if it's not like a Reese cup or a Kit Kat or Mr. Good Bar, I don't want it. Yes, yeah, or or, or Crunch. I like Crunch too. It's I'll a, take uh, a Crunch Bar. Yeah, good and plenty. I hate those. Oh yeah, yeah. Maddie knows um, what I'm talking about. Oh, That's take the, fives. Take I like. Take oh fives. yeah. Oh no. Yes, I love take yeah. fives, man. Uh, those are Beautiful. those are pretty decent. Um. And and one that I didn't mind, but most people would also jump on board and say, absolutely the fuck not, Almond Joy. <laughs> Dude, you know, there's something about shredded coconut that just makes me unhappy. Almond <laughs> 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 Joy exists. <laughs> yeah, you know, the fact that somebody was like, hey, you know what would be a great idea? If we shredded this up, this dehydrated it, and put it, yeah. <laughs> and it made it soupy and then put it in anything. German chocolate cake, what a waste of a cake, my friend. Well, and not even that, like they dehydrate it and the soupy <sighs> shit is the milk and the sugar. Yeah, and it's like, what are you doing? That's <laughs> fucking disgusting. You're, fucking you're a psychopath. <laughs> and then we're just going to stick two whole almonds on top of it and then cover it in chocolate? Yeah. You, fuck. 
No. Yeah, wh- why not just drop a turd and cover it in chocolate? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Same difference. <laughs> you should drop. If you ever go swimming in a public pool, you should drop an almond joy in the pool and see how people react. <laughs> like in that movie Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Dude. Uh, yeah, at, we should have an adult Halloween, like where you hand out uh, fucking edibles. <laughs> <laughs> Vernon's got the best edibles. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. Hand out booze. <laughs> booze and edibles. Hand out fucking about. airplane bottles. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That's great. That'd be pretty sick, dude. Yeah, I would be pretty sick. <laughs> honestly i probably wouldn't even show up i'd be like yeah that's a great idea i'm gonna stay home yeah to <laughs> well, mention this is a proven fact i don't think i've ever told you guys but my birthday's on halloween oh really yeah. oh dude that's sick no doubt man that is cool well i wish you'd have told us sooner we've got to get this guy something for fucking uh, his birthday <laughs> yeah dude yeah, like I'm I didn't even know you had a birthday, Outlaw. What the hell? Nobody <laughs> else have a birthday. <laughs> I try to keep that hush hush, but it's, it's the CBD that makes me talk, man. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh, that's funny because two episodes in a row we've done birthday reveals now. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, mine was on the day that DeFeo decided to uh, bang his sister. That's and last right. Time kill his whole family. <laughs> Uh, I know I was fucked up for a reason. <laughs> it's counter cool, man. Oh, shit. Dude, this has been a great one. I love it. Hell yeah, this has been fun, man. Yeah. Maddie, you're you're just like always a fucking scholar, dude. Uh, oh, I'm not just... I just type stuff, man. Dude, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I, I, none of, I knew none of this shit. Oh, yeah, really? None of it. None. Oh, that's awesome. I was none really concerned that this was going to be super boring because, like, you, I maybe it's just my feed and like I use YouTube so frequently and like you know yeah. I search, I, I look into this sort of stuff just just kind of to keep myself generally educated. And so, yeah. like, a lot of this stuff pops up almost yearly in my stuff. It's like, oh, hey. Did, did you know? And I'm like, yeah, man, I, I've known this for a decade now. Thanks for reminding yeah. me. You know, like, it's one of those things. So I was kind of concerned that maybe it would be a little overdone, yeah. you know. But I'm, um, I'm glad to hear that there was some stuff in there that, that y'all weren't necessarily super familiar with. At least that makes the episode fun, I feel like. Dude, I don't. When you're doing an episode, when you're doing the research for an episode... <laughs> I literally do nothing, and, and I and, and I love it because no, no, seriously, I, I love it because like I come on here and it's literally like me in class. I mean, like yeah. you learn cool shit, you know. If you if you're in class, the, in a cool fucking class, you know. <laughs> right, uh, right. Yeah. So all of that, yeah, all that was new to me, and I uh, hell yeah, awesome. I, I love the fact that the berserkers were tied in there. Uh, you know the the story about Jack Lantern. That's fucking great. That's my yeah. Favorite. Dude, um, they have some crazy folklore like that. Yeah, it's yeah. it gets really interesting, man. If you find yourself with like a spare fifteen minutes, jump on uh, jump on the ancient texts and check out some of the some of the lore they've got in there, man. Especially like I said, that Ulster cycle with Kukulin yeah. is is like top tier fucking folklore, man. Reading the invasions gets really confusing 
Because, like, yeah. technically the tooth of Data Annan, like, leave for a little while and then come back. And, like, it's it gets really confusing with who's done what and when. And a lot of that stuff gets, like I said, kind of knotted up in different places. It can get a little confusing. Um, yeah. But it's all really fun to read, especially even some of the more modern stuff where it's like, oh, well, you know, fucking cobbler Bob over there tricked the devil into filling his whole house up with gold. You know, and you're like, what? You know, like, yeah. How are all you motherfuckers out here just tricking Satan like this, dude? Teach me something here, buddy. Yeah, where's, you know, this, like, where's this content <laughs> when I've got a good poker yeah, hand? You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Learn me how you did this, there, brother. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of like uh, 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 Paganini or whatever his name is. You know, the that tricked him for the, the or well, that tried to trick him and he got busted. You know, he kept getting gold yeah. from Satan and and um. You know, uh, was it Paganini? No, Paganini was the was the was the violinist. I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. So it wasn't Paganini. It was um, Faust. Uh, the yeah, Faustian, the Faustian deal for the gold. Yeah, I, I keep I get those mixed up. The the uh, Paganini and the and and the Faustian deal, but the, around I think around the same. Well, and there's know. like 15 different versions of the Faust story too. So that yeah. Again, like some of the variation in, in a lot of these stories, because like even just going from, you know, one one part of the island to another part of the island, those stories change just a little bit. Yeah. And it's, you know, it can be little That's, things from like character details or names to, to whole settings. Yeah. That's another one we should probably get into uh, is the uh, deals with the devil. Um, being a musician myself, you know, uh, we all know that I've had some... Um, some experience in that field uh not exactly the same as the textbook but some you know very close uh, you know and then you get into some very uh you actually get into some very interesting tales uh you know of course you get into robert johnson his cousin was actually his cousin actually a lot of people don't know precluded him in that and that was yeah. the original crossroads deal um the original crossroads deal not the original deal but the original crossroads deal i, th I think the faustian was the original uh bookmark anyway uh yeah the devil and then you get into paganini uh and in and, and his era and and but one thing one thing that is oddly consistent in those stories is that um is that they all went from being mediocre to claiming that they made this deal and within a, a couple of weeks a uh, couple months very very short time frames uh into absolute virtuosos of their yeah. craft uh, um you know well uh, i know with like uh with old robert johnson man who was it wasn't it was it muddy waters that was like that some bitch couldn't play a lick <laughs> and yeah. then he'd come back and he wouldn't, there would be instances where he would, would turn his back to the crowd. So they couldn't, they couldn't tell who was picking the guitar in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I mean, there are a lot of, you know, there's a lot of craziness there. Uh, uh, but, but like I said, a lot of consistencies. Um, yeah. And, you know, you look at, uh, Dylan, you know, Dylan openly yeah. talks about it. Uh, and, um, and Dylan lays it out damn near perfect in the way he worded it. Uh, yeah. You know, he said, the master, the, the chief of this world. And uh, that's, you know, and, and he didn't come out in, in, in cliche form and say, I made a deal with the devil. You know, he, he worded it like that. And, and you look at some of the oddities of his career, 
the fact that he's like the Grateful Dead. He's never stopped touring. Um, yeah. He's to the point now where he can barely play. Um, never could sing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. ain't lying on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sing a song. Yeah, it just really... Not to so, mention, but, but he, was, he was a great songwriter. Great songwriter. Yes. I don't want to take anything away from him. He um, was in a movie with uh, Chris Christopherson. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, you know, he was a hell uh, of a singer himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, uh, there and there are others too um, who, who have claimed. But we, we, yeah, we could totally make a whole episode of that. But a uh, lot of, lot of crazy lore in that. But, anyways, you guys got anything else? No, brother. I think uh, think I've covered everything I came intending to cover. Oh, yeah, I got educated good on that one, man. Yeah, no doubt <laughs> I did too. Well, guys, if you guys uh, if you guys have somebody you really love on Halloween, share the show with them. If you have somebody that you really hate and really deserves an earful of us, go ahead and fucking and plug us in. And Set it uh, right on. Yeah, yeah. Hit the full send button on the dick. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, seriously, uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you very much. Maddie Outlaw, you guys are great. Love all y'all. And Hell yeah. Uh, until next time, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you, see you. See you.